Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hey everybody, welcome back, and we are doing Hachzik, day number 20. All right, let's go. Rabbi Gamliel Benosha, Rabbi Huda Anasi Omer, Yafet Talmud Torah Im Derech Eretz. It's so beautiful, Talmud Torah with Derech Eretz. What does that mean? Well, first he explains to us what Derech Eretz is. Before you know what's so beautiful about it, well, what's Derech Eretz? So he tells us specifically, Ritzon Loma Derech Eretz Melacha. That means work. He's Rinina tells us sometimes derech eretz means derech eretz. It means having covered for people. Over here, it means specifically melacha. Now, why is it so good when they're together? Because when you got them both together, then then you don't come to sin. You forget. See, forget to do sin means that you kind of had it on your mind. It was on the to do list, but oh, got so busy today. And this is how Rabinian explains it. Says that the Yed Sahara can come after you when you got time on your hands. When you have time on your hands, so when you become how he explains, you become pampered, you become arrogant, you become like the Pasuk he brings over here. The Yishun got fat, and that's why he rebelled. When somebody's just pampered and he just has got way too much time in his hand, that's when. Averot start to kick in. But if somebody is so busy with Tyra that like Rabinian says, She Mateshet Kocho, that Tyra itself it knocks you out. And then then you have to work a lot too. When you have them both together, you're just so busy you forget that you have to sin. You're just so busy that the Yitzhahara just leaves you alone. Tells the word Avon over here is a reference to the Yitzhar that literally removes the Yitzhahara from you. My Rabbi Berkowitz before I left um from Eritrol, he said to me, Don't ever be bored. Boredom for you, Ari, is the worst thing in the world. Don't ever, ever be bored. Let's face it. If you don't have work with your Torah, you're not going to have Torah either because the tells us that if you don't have the wherewithal to support yourself with it, so then there's no Torah and eventually sofa betela. At the end, your Torah is going to be nullified completely and it's going to cause a person to sin. Meaning what? So now he goes through a very literal sense of turning to Averot when a person's bored. So he doesn't work. He doesn't have malacha. That leads to poverty. That eventually is going to make him have to do other sins in order to be able to feed himself, feed others. Or he's going to have to start to go and flatter people, go and use whatever skills he does have. He may flatter the wrong people. He may end up having to be somebody who depends on gifts, says Rabbeinu Yaina. And we know that only sonamatanot yechiyah, if you hate gifts, you live. Because if you hate gifts, what does that mean? It means that you're somebody who's used to working to have to make stuff, not having to rely on everybody else. If you're sitting there and you're trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes to make you think that you're doing so much better than you are, and you're really relying on them to support or relying on them to give you gifts, in the end of the day, you end up living a life that is an in correct living because it is just not honest and eventually rabbinianus says how much more you end up falling into doing so many other averot somebody who has malacha with what he's doing somebody who has tire with malacha that's an accomplished person like he brings over here that if you end up eating from the work of your hand so then if you end up eating from the fact that you put in a hard day and that you mamish built yourself that's amazing you know i I guess one of the reasons why I hate fundraising, I, I just can't stand it, um, is because it's mamish des mishnah. Like, just give me malacha. Just, just give me malacha. 
If I ever won the lottery, uh, I'll tell you the honest truth, this is what I always tell people. You know, everybody's like, oh, if I won the lottery, what I would do. If I ever won the lottery, what I would do is that I would go around to all the yeshivas in America and hopefully beyond if it's a lot of money and find out what will it cost for me to subsidize your rebellion high schools or hopefully elementary schools as well. But let's say to subsidize your ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade Rebbe, that he doesn't need any other jobs. Meaning it costs this guy $200,000 a year to work. The yeshiva is paying him $100,000 a year. Where's this Rebbe getting the other 100000 Where? See, so a Rebbe has to live a life which is both Tyra and Malacha, because he is working and there is Tyra, but there's also the negative aspects of not having Malacha, because how's he making up that other 100K? So he has to go and start to befriend people. He's got to start to borrow from people. He's got to uh, learn some kind of either a skill set inside of a lot of money in very little time, which generally speaking isn't the best way to go about things. And he ends up getting pulled apart. And then him being a good Rebbe, that's very difficult now because he has to run all these side hustles. See, the reason why people have to fall into this sometimes is because life has become so expensive and the malacha that they decide to do unfortunately doesn't really take care of all the bills. I'm not just saying that about Rebbeim, I'm saying that about anybody who's living in 2023. Everybody has to have five side hustles in order to make life happen. But I'll tell you what doesn't happen. Between all those side hustles, hopefully there's no Averot at least. Hopefully he's forgetting to do Averot because he's running, so that's great. But if somebody should decide that, no, I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to fundraise the whole time and I'm just going to make all that money on my own, it's really not the best way to go about it because where's your malacha inside it? Now, I'm not knocking those who fundraise. Uh, Look, if you have malacha, if you're working with people and you're working with the community or you're working to do cure, if you're working to teach the whole time and those things don't pay directly and so instead now you have to turn to the community and say, look, can you please help fund this process? That's beautiful. He has malacha. Uh, right, we learned together from Chovat Levavot. The malacha isn't the thing that brings parnasa. You have to do yeshtadlut, and it comes from someplace else. As long as there's melacha, as long as there's work, let's go one shot weiter. If you're sitting in koil and you're learning, one second, the koil guy, there's no malacha, so isn't that bad? And the answer is, if the koil guy looks at it as melacha, so then it's great. If he says, "Oh, I work for a living. Where do you work? I work in the base medrash. You teach? No, I work in Tyra." I'm sitting and I'm working in Tyra. That's fine. But then show up like you work. Show up if 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 Kyle starts at 8.45 in the morning, you're there at 8.45 like it's work. And you don't leave in the middle. You can take a lunch break, sure. you know. The, but you do it like work. Somebody who does that like work, that is somebody who will end up having the best of both worlds. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.